Welcome to Let's Talk About It, where we discuss all things books and interesting matters. We're your hosts, Nima and Ronnie, and today we'll be talking about... Can you believe what can happen in 13 minutes? Can I guess? Go ahead. Okay, don't judge me, but a while back I went down a rabbit hole on Reddit, and apparently, if you're really good at it, you can dispose of a body in less than 10 minutes. Just less than 10 minutes? If you're really good at it. Damn, that, that was really graphic. Um, but what if in 13 minutes you manage to disappear and nobody know what happened to you? Okay, see, now that sounds very specific. Well, that's our case for today. A woman who manages to disappear in the span of a 13-minute window frame and nobody manages to find out what happened to her. Really? Let me hear <clears> about <throat> it. I, I think I heard about something similar, but just tell me and I'll tell you if yeah, I did. Right. It started off as a normal day for Patricia and Liz as she dropped her son off at school and opened up her hair salon called uh, Tambra's Trim and Tan. Her first client, Pam Shepard, comes in at 8.50 for her appointment and leaves at 11.05, five was minutes. It, was it like, was it like, um, like a, a like an appointment appointment, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hair salon, she came in to get her hair done and stuff. So it wasn't a walk-in? <clears throat> no. Okay. Five minutes later, her second cl- uh, client, Paul, comes in at 11.10 and his appointment lasts for about 17 minutes and he leaves at 11.27. We have a timeline here, so try to follow. All right, perfect. At 11.35, Patricia receives a phone call, a client calling in to cancel her appointment. The client says the call was unusually short. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Why would the call be unusually short if, if it's like a client? Like, did the client know her or? Well, it's because Patricia was known as a bubbly, happy person. It was a small town, so everybody knew oh, everybody. She was the type oh, okay. of person that was got into conversations right, every, right, right. with every person she talked to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. After she hanged up, a few minutes later, there was a missed call. And between 11.37 and 11.50, in those 13 minutes on April 15, 2004, in Cummings, Georgia, Patricia went missing and nobody knew how and what happened to her. Hold on, I'm not gonna lie to you. I did read an article on this case. I, she had a son too. I remember it. Yep. And I read the, an article on this. Yes. Continue though. I, I like <clears> I don't remember going into specifics. So I just want to hear from you. That is actually really scary. Was there like no witnesses, no suspects, no? It is really scary. But there were three. There was two witnesses that came forward. Two women. Right. One says she saw 2004. Uh, Ford. 2004 Ford Tourist in front of the salon. Another says she saw a 2004 Chevy Lumina in front of the, I don't know if I said that right, so excuse me. <laughs> You're okay. In front of the salon and a man and a woman wrestling in the front seats of the car. Oh. Now, the thing is, both said the front door of the salon was wide open and the car was parked right in front of the wide open door. Okay, so I don't mean to get, like become like a nerd or anything, but those cars are definitely like very similar especially the 2004 version they're mm-hmm. really similar from what i know mm-hmm. and that means like we can conclude there was definitely a car there yeah and both witnesses did see that for a fact it's just that like you know just a matter of brand and since both cars look so similar does it i don't know if it really matters unless they like did a whole statewide search for her yeah i don't, I don't believe i recall seeing that in the article though yeah, the cars were, I believe the cars were ultimately like a dead end. Right. It's because there was no like specific car they had. But yeah. those two cars definitely look identical. So I would say there was a car there. And 
How come only one woman said that was the? How come only one woman said she saw a man and a woman wrestling in the front, and not the other witness? There's also that, but I'm not. I'm not really sure. Oh, that's like a, like a. It's kind of like the an eye thing. Like right, maybe right, one right. saw it, or maybe one mistaked it. You know, trick of an eye, or maybe it's not. She really did see it. Ultimately, we will never know. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But are three there are three suspects three suspects that yes that, that they had on the case so the police had these suspects mm -hmm. i remember i definitely know one of them was the husband i remember hearing that yeah one was gary hilton also known as the national forest killer second was her hus her husband she remarried so her husband yeah, yeah her second husband rob and another serial killer by the names of jeremy jones and you're like, why would these people be considered suspects in this right, case? Right. Well, Gary was a serial killer that killed four women in the years that she went, she disappeared. So in years like 2004 and 2008 through 2008. Yeah, yeah. In those four years, he killed four women. He, and it was also known that he loved spending time in hair salons during lunchtime, which was a time that Patricia went missing on her lunch break. Would it make sense that he stalked her? And she may have been his first victim, which is why he remembers why he loved, like, you know, she could have, because she disappeared. Yeah, he could have based that, basis of her disappearance on on his next victims. Because yeah, that, that could totally be it, but, yeah. not but, but, <laughs> I don't know, though. Because, like, when you think about it, listen, if, if she disappeared 2004, April 15th, and he was, like, killer known to be killing four different women around those times what makes it uh, like 2004 to 2008 what if she was one of the ones who died but she wasn't counted as his four women it could have been like she could have been like uh, unsolved like you know uh, un, like what is it called i don't want to mess up words you know um what is it called unsolved case no not unsolved like you know those people that seekers that kill killers and she's like one of like she could have been somebody that was never like recorded that he killed her yeah yeah, yeah on records what, yeah yeah so i feel like and then he could have based off the fact that he liked hair salons and lunchtime and all that we should also mention why like that sh that should even be connected to this case well um the i don't think i mentioned it before but when she did went missing there were signs of like her day was interrupted. Like right. her so lunch was opened on the away. counter. The cash machine was still open. I believe there was mo money missing from the machine, yeah. and it's, it was like Pistol said that it was like as if his like mother just walked out and just kept walking and never so, came back. So to make it clear, Pistol was his son, right? Her son, yep. Yeah, her biological son. Yep. Right. So back to Gary Hilton. I feel like as though he could have based off the fact that. He killed all these other women that, and he loved hair salons during lunchtime and stuff through her. Because when you think about it, it's too many coincidences to not be like taken into account. Like it's all mm -hmm. these coincidences, and you're not like really taking it into account. But it also could be that he was lying, or not lying, but it also could be just like you know circumstantial. Which I don't know. I generally, I I feel like it makes sense if we were to say Gary like had maybe involvement, and if he didn't, who knows? Like yeah, and. And it could be connected because it was it was said that he coned people over the phone for money. And she did have a, a, a missed call, like a missed call. Yeah, that that could be that, or that could just be a reach, or that could be right, it, right, right. It could kind of be circumstantial, yeah. but I'm not I'm not too sure 
and putting my racks on that. Yeah, the second suspect was her husband, her second husband, Rob. Right. He was a suspect because I just think the public thought he was a sus- suspect because of... Do it. Yeah, he even mentioned it himself that in these cases where wives are killed or disappeared is usually the husband as first suspect or usually the husband did it. And why do you think he knew that? Because um, he was um, he majored in criminology. So, so you I think believe maybe like all these like years of going to criminology and stuff, he learned that these cases typically would be done by the husband. Yeah, and it's also I think it's also a known fact. We can right. see it in everyday news. And um, it was also, you could also tell that him and Pistol, Patricia's son, did not get along whatsoever. He did not, Rob did not like Pistol. At all. You say, you may be asking why. Well, right when Patricia's disappearance was brought to the public, Rob changed the key locks, not allowing Pistol to come back into the house to get his to get his things or to get like some of his mother's things did not at all let him back in the house right. he changed the key locks and that could be seen as very suspicious it is suspicious like him trying to hide that. something but then what would he be hiding in his house because police could get a warrant for that yeah but why would they get a warrant when their suspicions don't lie there right so are we reaching to say that he was hiding something in the house are we reaching we could be reaching with all of these to be honest, me, I'm Loki still, like, from the two suspects we're naming right now, I'm Loki still stuck on Gary, because he's giving the most, like, actual evidence, uh, like, not even evidence, just, like, he's giving the most hardcore. I think the next one will be more. Okay, let's see. Well, but the... Let's finish Rob. Oh, yeah, also, Rob was also very obsessive and um, possessive. Right. He was jealous when his wife came out with others, whether it was her friends or family. That sounds so... Yeah, and... Family and friends, when being interviewed, mentioned that Patricia was thinking about divorce, was planning on divorcing him. Did but when, when asked about this, Rob denied the claim, he saying she did not mention to him. He did not know. But I'm feeling like, oh, if she was about to divorce him or planning to, wouldn't she start acting a type of way or like distancing well, maybe herself? When you think about or it, when you think about it, if like if you try to put. Obviously, we can't throw myself, like, ourselves into her shoes. But when you really think about it, if you are planning to divorce, so you haven't even took it to a judge, you haven't even considered it, you really, like, just it's just, like, in the works. Like, you're keeping it to yourself. Maybe you're telling close family. Maybe you're telling your son. Maybe you're telling, like, those people that you know are not going to, like, go out of their way to tell him. And he's obsessive, as we do know. Like, it's shown that he was obsessive and he liked her to himself. Mm-hmm. Why would you, and it's not like you already like came out to talk about it already. So why would you go tell him knowing that he can have, or change your attitude towards him to make it known that, you know, hey, like, I don't, I don't, I want to divorce you. Like, why would you do that to make, because then wouldn't that make it more, not like. Dangerous for her? Yeah, it would make it a dangerous situation for her and her son. Because as we know, we don't know what he was capable of. If he was considered a suspect for even kidnapping her or like, you know, killing her. That he could be pretty dangerous, and as we know, like he's obsessive, and people with these like type of tendencies where they don't even want their like this their other person to even meet family members, meet the, be close with their son, their own biological son. What makes you think he's safe enough to tell like, hey, I'm gonna divorce you? Maybe she was like gonna say that when she had a safe place to stay, when she had like 
maybe mm-hmm. like when she had like something like you know she's <clears> financially <throat> stable to do that because we, I remember recall like I recall reading from the article that he ended up like he helped her build her business because she always wanted to have a hair salon. Mm-hmm. So you're also right, but all that could simply be ruled out because he had an alibi. Yeah, via a receipt from a gas station at the time of her disappearance. So unless he like hired somebody to do it for him. Yeah, and I kind of think that could be a that's reach a stretch. too. That's a stretch. I'm pretty sure yeah. that, like, that's a little bit of a stretch, especially him majoring in criminology. I think he knows that it's better done by yourself if you're trying to do something. Yeah. Yeah. Our third and last suspect was Jeremy Jones. He was a serial killer. Um, he told investigators that he forced a hairdresser to help him jumpstart his car, which could explain the why like a car was in front of the right. hair salon and, and the door wide open. Yeah. And he claimed that he dumped her body in a river. But when police went to go check it out, they did not find nobody. Nobody was found. He later took his statement back, his reasoning being he made up the story to get better food and extra jail visitations and phone privileges and all that. But how would he have known? Did, was this like a news that was public to the like yep. public? So they knew about her disappearance? They knew about her 110 uh, months? I don't think, no. Like pre- in present tense? Like, yeah, like when this guy was Like saying, when they found new evidence, they took it out to the public? No, I no. mean like when this guy was saying his claim that no. he done it, did he know enough information? No. So that's why investigator investigators ruled him out when linking him to the disappearance, but still ruled him as a suspect because they th- they thought he like, knows stuff that yeah. otherwise is impossible for him know. to know. Right. So it's kind of crazy. Like how that he knows these information? It's not to the public. That is very much a scary coincidence. I don't really even think is. it was a coincidence. I'm not sure. But you know what's the crazy thing though? He's he approached the investigators he was in there so he, he was on death row for another crime killing other women but he voluntarily brought it up to the investigator saying oh i have something to tell you okay that then we could definitely rule the fact that maybe no not definitely obviously but we could maybe like i think if he did it like himself he he voluntarily said it and they didn't mention to him like hey do you know in georgia cunningham like yeah. I don't even know how to pronounce it. I feel bad for the, I feel bad for saying that. But in Georgia, obviously, in the city in Georgia, if what is it called? If he had brought it up to them and they didn't even ask him, could it be? Could it make sense that he was making it up, like he did claim to say later? Because like, imagine like I come to you and I'm like, hey, like you're in death row, obviously. I'm like, hey, do you know anything about this like woman who you did? You may have like you know, was she a victim of yours? Like, and then you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you play on with the story. That could happen. Or it's actually a victim reverse. Or you come to me. You're already on death row. Maybe he gathered enough information Until, yeah. to, to come to them. But he's like, on death row. How would he get this information? You'll be surprised the way prison information goes. To, you'll be surprised. But it could have happened. I feel like that could have happened. Especially if he took it back. Yeah, that, that, that was, I don't know. Like... The fact that he knew it was a hairdresser and it was around the same time that happened. It's like like it's going to get him off a death row if... No. Yeah, so it's like he was just going to add more to his time. Yeah, I don't don't understand that. So I feel like he was... I'm not sure. I'm not too sure. But I would say as somebody listening on on this case and like, you know. Yeah. I would say he probably was joking. This case... I think he was lying though. 
this case was unsolved because right. they don't know what happened in those 13 minutes, but her remains were found. They were located in the back of a Lebanon uh, Baptist church. So it was not in a Miles river. away, a year later. Not in the river. No, not in Would you river. say her body had, like, was there, like, Two men found it. Were there suspicions of it being moved from a river, maybe? We don't know because it was, like, it was her remains. It wasn't even a body anymore. Yeah, it so wasn't sad. even a body anymore. I feel so sad for, like, the family. And the when the church contacted the police and the police contacted right. the husband and everything, he asked to put them, put her back together. Who? Which, in my opinion, is very weird. Who? Rob, the husband. He asked for her remains. He asked the church to put the remains back together. Wait, not to jump the gun on, like, it being weird. I don't want to, like, you know. Would it make sense that maybe he wanted, like, a proper way to bury her? Or like a proper like funeral to happen rather than it just being her remains being scattered around. I don't know. I mean, I like it, w- it wouldn't be something I would do. Right. But to each their own, I guess. Right, right, right. But the thing is, after he um, what's the word? Put they put her back together. No, not put her back together. Like they turned her into. Cremated no, her. cremated her. They yeah, sorry. Cremated her? They cremated her oh, okay. after he said his goodbyes. Not even letting Pistol, her son, say her goodbye. His, go- Pistol his goodbyes. goodbyes. Now, after he found the remains, no. When they found the remains, no, he did not. And basically, he kept her. Kept her ashes. And he he said he would he cuddle her, with right? it. Yep. He said he would cuddle with it because it felt like she was still there. He would keep it on his bedside. He would sleep with it. And it's just the th- one thing that's bothering me is I feel bad for the kid. I, I feel, feel bad, bad for Pistol because really Rob did not let him back in the house not he to get any to of his mom in like a proper way. Because yeah, he never had any of her stuff. No, no stuff for memories. No stuff for like. Right. None of her stuff. That was selfish. That is very. That's selfish because that's her. Mo- and obsessive. At the end of the day, she was his mother first. Before she was his wife. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, that was, my theories are that, I don't know, I felt at first when I was reading about this case, I thought Rob definitely, with the help of other people, committed the crime. And I still kind of believe it. To me, I feel like Rob is like an obvious suspect. And obviously, it's not just because it's an obvious suspect that I'm ruling him out on my book. It's just, I feel like it would have to be one, like, it would have to be one heck of a case for him to be the killer and with just that little of evidence, like him being obsessive, him changing the locks, and him not letting his son, like not his son, but her son, Pistol, properly like grieve her by giving him like, you know, her belongings, you know, cause she is his mother. Yeah. So I feel like if that was the three, the things they had on him and they, and that was the reason they, you know, he like, yeah. he did it and she was his victim. I think that would be such a reach but it could happen, and obviously I'm not no expert, so I wouldn't know. I just feel like my suspect at the end of the day is Gary. I have really, like, mine is Gary. At the end of the day, so we don't know what happened in those 13 minutes. But it is pretty And hopefully, yeah. hopefully we found that in the future, because some cases actually happen yeah. like that. There's unsolved cases that get solved. Yeah. Cold cases. Anyways, that was our case for today. This was Ronnie. And Nima. And that was Let's Let's Talk talk About it. It.